Hey guys, before today's episode of the podcast, I want you to text me 212-931-5731. If you don't, you're missing out. I'm putting all my eggs in the text basket. 212-931-5731. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today, Gary dives deep with fellow entrepreneur Michael Chernow, the founder of Seymour Seafood Restaurant and many more, also the host of the Born or Made podcast. They talk about entrepreneurship and what it means to you, how do you know you're an entrepreneur, and what happens when nothing is going your way as an entrepreneur. Don't forget to text or tweet Gary regarding any questions that you have from this episode, and I hope this brings you some value. I'm working on a project. I got a new project that I'm working on. And there's a dude that I'm working with who I love, but he can't get out of his own way and there's a reason why. And the reason why is because pop blesses his life. Like, it, it's just, I don't think you've ever been asked this question. Okay. If you are that dude or that girl, yes. right, that has been blessed and you're 25, Stop taking the money. 30, stop taking, stop the, taking money. the money. I know you're gonna say that, but is there a way? Is it, is it too late? That's, that's a good that? question. That's a, that's a totally it? different great question. That is a totally different question than the first one. Mm-hmm. Is it too late? <sighs> no. No, it definitely is not. I actually believe no, it is not too late. Do I believe that you're 25? Think about how devastating, listen, by the way, I could be 100% wrong, but I'm about to deliver a sentence that is not fun to deliver because I do know that 26-year-old Sarah and Rick are on running right now on a treadmill listening to this, they fully know that a third generation been taken care of. They know actively right now that mom and dad pay for Uber. They know actively right now that the doorman building in Manhattan is paid for by mom and dad. They know everything. And now they're saying, this is a vulnerability. They believe us. They decide to cut off dollars. They do want to change. They want to be on their own two feet and merit-based. Here's the problem. Yes, you can fix it. I think you start really getting results at 31, 32, 33. If you're 41 right now, I think you start really getting results at 57, 58. But it, don't it, you think that this is the, It takes like, time I, I, to put in the extra, I just wanna finish the thought. You're gonna have to put in the work, it's like extra. If you've been eating like and not going to the gym mm-hmm. for 38 and a half years like I did, mm-hmm. did it take four good seven days a week eating and working out to finally form into something at least decent? Yes, it did. 100%. And if I started at 22, I'd, be, I'd look like you. I'm, I'm being dead serious. It's not super complicated. No, that's, and, and I, I always bring I, back to that. Me, but, that's it. But what I would say is, is this. If you are 25, 26, 32, 40, and you've been living off the, 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 the money tree. Yeah. I think the, the hardest part of that is actually starting, because you don't get what you got without going through the right? Like, unless, like from where we came you, from? Bro, you know what's harder than what we did? Coming from the dirt? Is going into the dirt when you lived in the pedestal. That's what I'm saying. So that, that's gotta be, so I That hurts. Is it reversible? I, I don't know. It's reversible if you become aware that it's your vulnerability. Mm-hmm. The reason I've had some incredible interactions in the last couple of years, I've had people call me, cry, letters, Oh my God, I have subconsciously resented myself and my parents. I'm 33 years old. I'd never heard anybody say cut them off. First you shit on my parents for entitling me and I was like, yeah. And then in that same podcast, you later said, oh by the way, you know how I've been shitting on your parents? Now you, stop taking the money. I'd never been in a place of accountability. I kept saying my parents 
me up. The Upper West Side me up. Harvard me up. Goldman Sachs me up. My friends me up. I never was accountable in saying, I could stop taking the money. Mm-hmm. Like, like, where are we, right? This is gonna air fairly soon? Mm-hmm. Cool. Instead of having your parents pay for you to go to St. Bart's this New Year's, you could say no. Just say no. But do you have the humility? So do you think the, the what you're saying is stop taking the money, full stop. If you want to put some shit on the map and yes. you actually feel good yes. about yourself. Because you're, you're lying about, you know, smiling in my Camry or crying in my Ferrari, I think is as real as it gets. It's the realest thing I know. I think it's as real And people that don't have wealth are like, Gary, that's only rich people talk about money not having happiness. I'm like, no. It's perspectives. All right, so, so, so another question. You know, entrepreneur. Yeah. What the f- does that mean? For me, the way I've always thought about it is this cool game where you live on your own two feet, it's completely merit-based, it's the closest thing to sports, and you get to do what the f- you want to do. However, if you suck, you die. You die. In that game. You have to go get a job is what I mean by that. Okay. So a ver- it's the most merit-based which is why I think it's fake entrepreneurship now because you and I didn't grow up with this concept of raising capital. But how do you know if you're an entrepreneur or not? Like I know how I knew because I was on to shit. And me too. As early as me, I me, listen, if you sold without knowing why you were selling it before the age of 12, it's in the mix. Okay, so, if you, <laughs> if so you have polarized this whole thing. If, if, you know, if you don't listen to this guy, you're hiding under a rock that you shouldn't be hiding under because you've polarized it in the realest way. If you are a fake entrepreneur and you know it because nothing works, you have zero creativity in your life, what do you do? Well, first, and let's talk about it because, listen, because you're so cool, which is fun, so I'm going to assume so many cool people listen to this. Look, I'm so empathetic. Listen, there's a lot of people listening right now who have never heard of me, so let me take a step back. All this energy you're feeling right now, this is not Ritalin, this is not Red Bull, this is deep gratitude and passion to help that I'm so grateful. I almost feel guilty of how much happiness I have because of circumstance of parenting and entrepreneurship and immigration and bad school and all this stuff. Look, I'm empathetic to the kid that we just punched in the gut who knows that he has or she has entrepreneur, and it's a, this skews a little bit more male, but it goes both ways, has entrepreneur in their Instagram account because that's like a good thing to say at Eugene's spot at two in the morning. Like, it's really cool. You know, what do I say? It's gonna lead you down depression. In the same way that your parents forced you to be lawyers and doctors and engineers, and all those immigrant kids are deeply depressed at 42, the reverse is about to happen. All these kids that are using their bio and saying they're an entrepreneur, but deep down know they can't do it. They need to get off that drug. They have to. Self-awareness, okay, so, real quick, I want to say one of this yeah. thing. Self-awareness and humility and accountability are the greatest paths to happiness and nobody wants to do that. Can I tell you what Please. I think the greatest path to happiness Please. is? Straight up. Please. Fitness and wellness. I love that. I'll, I'll be, I'll be no, that's great, I love I that. Everything in my life. So I just, I just sold a bunch of equity in a company okay. and Took one of the larger checks I've ever taken in my life. Which is always a fun moment. It's a fun moment. Guess what? Didn't this is the most polar, I, this happened last week. I was sitting in my car and I just, you know, I had just done this thing. And it's in your account, you like and see it? Yeah, which is always what? the funny part, when you see it. Nothing. Changed. Changed. I believe no, that. I mean, nothing, I mean nothing from like. You didn't I, buy anything. 
train. I got I didn't it. Buy anything. I got it. I, nothing. You know why? You're in a good. Sp- let me let me say this. What would have happened 17 years ago if that check hit? Yeah, it'd be probably. A That's it. Story. Let's talk about that. The reason nothing changed is you're in a incredible spot right now. But can I tell you why I'm in an incredible spot? Because I wake up at five o'clock every morning, I'm in the gym at 5.15. You found your process. And that's it. You found your process, like, brother. It's not about- You ready for, ready for this? You know why I'm in an incredible spot? Because I wake up every morning making pretend that my parents or children died at night. No, listen, everybody has their thing. Some people are in an incredible spot because they work out. Some people because of the type of food they now eat. Mm-hmm. Other people because of a mentor. Listen, one of the things that I'm so grateful for in my life, some people are in a great spot because I penetrated their dome over the last four years because they've consumed 80,000 hours of my And I did it for them just like my mom did it for me, just like some people did it for you, the dude that helped you when you were growing, you know, like, I love that. Please. So by the way, is this tomorrow. It's true. And um, on your show, yes. we talked about doing something. And we didn't do it until now. Oh my God, I'm so pumped. I'm going to wear this tomorrow. <laughs> Is this a medium though? I, hope, yeah. I need a medium. Of course. Yes, you're the best. I love my parents, but yep, <laughs> I remember that moment. I got to go look back at it. I don't think we clipped it. We didn't clip it. We need to clip it, Jason. That would, remind, remind me, because I remember it was a huge moment. What, were, what was the point we were making? You, you would ask me a question, and it was something about my parents, and I was like, you know, I love my parents, but, because I had moved out of my parents' house at yeah, 15. Yep. And then you were like, well, was it? And I was like, I love my parents, but. And you were like, stop, Let's stop. make t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. So, no, like, everybody says that, and my big thing on that is, take the butt out, and whatever the they did, alcoholics, beat you. I mean, like, there's some extreme And then you got people who hate their parents on some lightweight The Most of the emails I get are one of the two extremes. Gary, you don't get it though. Like, heinous that I'm, I don't, actually not even gonna repeat it here. Like, I'm so uncomfortable, like, real gnarly Or entitlement. Like, it's funny to me, the person that says, I hate my parents, I love my parents, but they paid for everything and now I resent them at 27 because I've realized I am a zoo animal. Mm-hmm. For them, that's as real as the person that had an alcoholic parent that punched him in the face. Because mm-hmm. you both are affected. It's your reality. Who do we get to judge which one's better or worse? As a matter of fact, if you look at suicide rates, a lot more of the zoo animal than the one that got punched in the face. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think that, so I think that Everybody wants to, everybody, I, I apologize because I'm passionate about this. Everybody wants to make their thing the worst. Mm-hmm. You don't get it, I'm an immigrant. Mm-hmm. You don't get it, I'm an African American. You don't get it, I have a, a, a dad who had, was bipolar. You don't get it, I, I had cancer when I was four. I just want to tell, everybody needs more compassion. Everybody's got mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to prove which person's suppression or story is worse. And my whole thing is let's go reverse. Let's just acknowledge nobody's got it great. And everybody's potentially got it great. The, the one question that I get asked all the time, consistently over and over again, how do you get fit? How do you work out? How do you manage? Accountability. You life and- Accountability. I think that there's a very simple answer that is really common sense, that is so crazy, that people, that people actually have the audacity, a word that you've been saying a lot, um, to ask. If you want something, there's only one way. In my opinion, there's only one way to get it. And you gotta do it. Action. Period. Can't that's re- it. Can't read about push-ups. That, that's it. Bro, you're preaching. That's it. But I think everybody who just heard that 
and this is where my conversation on this issue has evolved, this is why I got into judgment. Do you know why so many people that weigh 413 pounds don't go to the gym who can't afford a private trainer? They're worried about the judgment on day one. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I mean, I think you're right. I think that's why <laughs> at-home fitness is taking off, right? You're, like, 100%, but then at, at home, but you know how many people can't be accountable to just to themselves and actually need the gym environment? So what this, do you think that is, though? Let, let, I don't, high I school. I think the, the, oh my God. it's so high school. <laughs> go ahead. Thanks, guys, for listening. Please, please, please share the podcast and make sure you've subscribed because a bunch of you aren't subscribed and more importantly, a bunch of you listen every day and haven't told your friends it's the best podcast in the world. I'm watching. (laughs) Have a great day.